Sisterly Advice is sponsored by Pop Girls Ministry. Hi guys, I'm Grace. And I'm Katie. And we are Sisterly Advice. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Sisterly Advice. Today, we actually got an email Yes, from one of our listeners that we're going to be answering to the best of our abilities. And we're hoping that this is fruitful for the girl who submitted the email. And those of you who are listening in, maybe you'll learn something from this too. Absolutely. We definitely think there's probably something in this episode for almost everybody. And to the girl that submitted this email, thank you so much. It was so sweet. And we loved hearing from you. It meant a lot to us too. And we really hope that this helps. Yeah. So, before we get started, let's kick things off with a dad joke. Oh, those are the best. So, I used to be addicted to soap, but Uh I'm clean now. (laughs) (laughs) So cheesy. A guy walks into a bar, and he was disqualified from the limbo contest. (laughs) I get it. I, I read this one a while ago. And I didn't get it. I was like, oh, because he ran into the bar. He didn't go under it. Yeah, it took me a hot second, too. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So first off, Grace is just going to summarize what this email entailed. Yes. So the sweet girl in this email was telling us about this one friend that she has. It's a very close friend. And he has been her friend for several years now. This whole time, he has had feelings for her. And recently, she just developed feelings too but then he got a girlfriend and didn't even tell her for a couple weeks and she found out and it's just been really hard and he's been telling her some of his problems and wanting her help but she has so much going on in her own life and really just needs doesn't know what to do it's too much on her it's too much stress and she reached out to us wanting just some advice some support so this is what we have, and I don't know if any of you guys have also been in this situation. It seems relatable. We all have our guy friends. We all have our crushes sometimes. Yeah. Just friendships so, at this age. Yeah, we basically have an unfortunate uh, situation where guy's in a bad relationship, and mm-hmm. he's dumping all his problems on her. Yeah. And she's already dealing with her own problems and just can't handle all this I guess you could just call it toxicity of really just everything. So we're just going to go through a few things on how we can deal with this step by step. It'll be yeah. a step by step process, graduating from the first step to the mm-hmm. last step. So like Katie just said, he's putting all of his problems on her, but she's struggling herself too. And one thing this made me think is that you have to make sure you're in a good place before you can help someone else get to a good place. Um, One way I often hear this is you have to inhale to exhale. You can't give something that you don't already have. You can't, another way of saying this too, like there's so many different ways to try to put this in the best words, but you need to work on yourself before you can work on others. Yeah. It's just one thing I would say to the girl who sent in this email or even any of you other girls who are listening in who might have something similar going on Mm -hmm. is to just to put him on pause. For real. Put everything else on pause. Because at this time, you need to work on yourself and get you into a head, better headspace. Mm-hmm. That'll help you and that'll also help him. Yeah. Like I said, you just, you can't help someone 
if you're not first in a good place, if you've not first received the help you need. Like, if someone's really wanting chocolate, I can't give them chocolate unless I've had chocolate. Mm-hmm. Or let's say this. I wrote, I was on a plane recently, and they always, like, the flight attendants tell you what to do in case of an emergency. And it says if the breathing bag thing comes down and you have a small child next to you, always put yours on first before you help them get theirs on. Yeah, that's the example. I knew there was an example that was good for this. It's that, the little oxygen thingamajiggies. Yes, oxygen thingamajiggies. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, you have to get, you have to have oxygen flowing into you before you can help someone even get access to oxygen. Because if you're getting light headaches, you don't have the oxygen. If you don't have good stuff coming in, how are you going to be able to help someone else out? Yeah. So it's just like that. Yeah. And I do want to say that doesn't mean, like, focus on yourself and you come first. It ultimately god comes first Mm -hmm. we don't want to go off on saying that you should put yourself before god but just in this situation make sure you're in a good mental state with the idea of focusing on yourself inherently we mean focus on your relationship with god right like the best way to improve yourself is to improve your relationship with god and then the fruits of the fruits of that will follow yeah yeah we do want to make sure that yeah, we're just making sure God's the center of all this. Because essentially, course. if we're having any problems, we mm-hmm. should definitely go back and just reassess our relationship mm-hmm. with God and making sure that he's the center of our life and our decisions. They know that obedience will lead to blessings mm-hmm. and disobedience will lead to curses. One thing I heard today that someone said, they said it in the aspect of joy, and they said, it's great to pray for joy, but how can you expect to have joy in your life if you're not changing and altering your life there has got to be a life alter so you can get to that to that change like if you want peace that might mean getting away from the things that don't cause you peace yeah like influences and stuff but at the same time we have to realize like it's not all of our work it's also faith too like salvation doesn't come through works alone it comes through faith and faith alone but works are important and they follow faith yeah so you just have to be careful that doesn't sound like that either yeah, that like that's great. Works, I'm actually but... I'm actually learning about that. We get salvation through faith, and we don't get salvation through our works. Mm-hmm. It's just our works follow through on the faith that we have. Exactly. Yes, and then okay with all of this with assessing our relationship with God and making sure that with putting ourselves first, we're putting our relationship with God first. That makes me beg the question: Is this guy or is this friend taking away? from your joy in the Lord or taking away from your time that you're able to be in prayer or from your time in Bible study or your time from the Lord? Is it taking your focus off of what the Lord is doing in your life? Because if it is, then it's not healthy. Yeah. So then the next step would just be addressing the toxicity Mm -hmm. and the harsh reality of this situation. Because as Grace said, well, just assessing what's going on here one big thing is i don't think it would be a healthy relationship with this person i know that it was said in the email that there were some feelings going on Mm -hmm. and then the guy ended up getting a different girlfriend so i can see how the girl desired a relationship with this guy at some point of course but just hearing how he is treating his current girlfriend i wouldn't want the girl that sent us the email to be treated that way too Mm mm-hmm and unfortunately, this has all the signs of a toxic relationship. I have to agree on that. Yeah. It's also like if a person uh, if a person cheats on their girlfriend for you, 
what's to say that he won't do it again to you? Mm, that's good. Like, yeah, if they'll do it for you, why don't they do it to you? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the unfortunate thing. And in a toxic relationship like this, maybe the best thing is to have some space. Um, and it reminded me with the whole toxicity and what does that do to a person? First Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. If this is bad company, despite despite whether you label it as a like or a crush or a love or a friend, don't let those titles deceive you. Just because yeah. they're called a friend does not mean they're not bad company. And bad company ruins good morals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is definitely probably one of the hardest things that we'll have to address. Yeah. It's just assessing that we understand that we can all have someone that we just love to bits and we care mm-hmm. for them, boy or girl. But you just, down to the core, you assess what what's really going on here. Like, mm-hmm. is this really benefiting me? Is yes. this really having a good influence on me and my life? Is this helping me grow my relationship with, the, mm-hmm. with God? And just assess just try and make the best decision yeah what you think is the best decision from there i mean is it okay to have friendships with people who are not strong in their faith or people who really just need help yes absolutely god calls us to love others and to bring others to him and advance his kingdom Mm -hmm. but should those be our close friends we've talked about this in another episode too um with friends with different faiths but probably not our close friends. Our close friends should be people who share our faith and lead us closer yeah. to Christ. Because those who are closest to us will influence us. Exactly. And even the people that we're like, that we're not closest to can influence us still. Let's say I hang out with Katie. There's a 40% chance that I'll pick up Katie's habits. But let's say Katie hangs out with another person that I don't even hang out with, but she's friends with them and I'm friends with Katie. Mm -hmm. I'm 20% more likely to pick up that person's habits, even though they're not directly my friend. That's how much we can be influenced. And it's it's scary, but also shows you that you have to take control of your friendships. It's so important. Yeah, we definitely need to just be aware. And just this is just a a thing that we should all just be aware of and being conscious of is what's influencing us. Mm -hmm. What are we letting influence us? What are we letting into our inner circle of friends? Exactly. Or even just the types of movies that we watch, TV Mm -hmm. shows, music that we listen to. What are we letting come into our life to influence us? Yeah. What are we making good decisions for ourselves and... Exactly. And I mean, there's tons of people at school that I'll talk with or I'll laugh with or I'll be at a birthday party um, like with them and we'll hang out or I'll invite them to like some other party. But that doesn't mean I tell them everything. That doesn't mean I help them on their personal problems. That doesn't mean I'm super close. There's different levels of friends and it's okay that not everybody's that best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next thing we wanted to address is just the fact that people change. Mm -hmm. This is a big thing. And I've definitely felt this in my life. So I totally understand that no one ever wants to lose a friendship with someone that they have been friends with like forever. But people change, especially at this age. Uh, This girl that emailed us, she said she was a freshman. Mm -hmm. So that age of going into high school and then even 
not just right into freshman year, but this past year, um, I'm above the age of a freshman, but this over the summer, I had a friend change and in middle school, especially middle school, it's like middle school, early high school is definitely when a lot of friend changes take place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just in general, people will grow a lot in their teen mm-hmm. years. You hear physically and mentally, you hear a lot of people who are in high school and in their teenage years that there's a lot of trying to figure out who you are as an individual there's a lot of trying out new things and seeing what works and what doesn't yeah Uh, a lot of all that with being a teenager and there can also just being a freshman in general there's definitely a feeling of overwhelm that comes with just entering high school and being a high schooler because you get all these new opportunities you're 14 Mm -hmm. going on 15 and there's just so much going on and people can change through that because you before you're a middle schooler and now you're a high schooler Mm -hmm. and there's just so much more I know that whenever I wasn't in high school yet but I entered um our high school which had a middle school connected to it and there was just I can tell this environment was definitely different from my elementary school yeah hobbies and personalities both change around this age I remember that Prior to sixth grade or even seventh grade, I always wore hot pink. I loved the arts. Like, I loved to sing. I loved musical theater. I enjoyed playing guitar. I do not do musical theater anymore. I do not act. I do not play guitar anymore. Um, I'm not a big pink person anymore. What I do love now, I love to work out. I love to draw. I love to read. I love to dance. I love to do this podcast. I'm not who I was back then. Back then, I was super serious. Now, I'm more like, I will totally laugh at myself all the time. I never take myself seriously. Mm-hmm. Just people change. I am not the same person I was in eighth grade. Like, eighth grade me versus freshman me, totally different people. Yeah, people will change. This is just, mm-hmm. not just addressing the fact, the sole fact that people change. Of course, people change, but people can change immaturity and sometimes it happens faster than others and because of that we can have friendships change and that's the core thing that we wanted to address here is the fact that people Mm -hmm. will change which means maturity levels can change interests can change which can lead to friendships changing and you start to find out like your faith at this point too like either you start to rely more on your parents faith or you start to go away from your parents faith and you build a faith of your own or you totally turn away from the Christian faith mm-hmm. at this age, assuming that you grew up in that kind of household. And that changes. I remember at the beginning of middle school, I totally turned away from Christ and that hurt my friendships. And then I remember then later, like middle school, early high school, I turned completely towards Christ and really started digging into my faith And my friends that I have built since then have also changed because I have been building more friends that are stronger in their faith. I've been going to more small groups, getting friends that are older than me because that's the maturity level I'm at is there. So even Mm -hmm. that changes it where you are in your faith too. Yeah. Um, I know that for me, the majority of my small friend group, we were Mm -hmm. a small bunch of us, but because of that, we were really close. Um, Once I transferred from my elementary school to my middle school, which is, like I said, also the attached to the high school building. Mm-hmm. We just, we, there were a lot other people there and we kind of spread out. I did yeah. keep a few of them, but definitely some of the girls just changed 
And, and then you even have less classes with those people because yeah, you, you have go to high classes, school, there's more people in the class. And their interests change. Yeah. And I just, I noticed that some of the girls were changing in a way that wasn't going to have a good influence on me. Mm-hmm. And so I just consciously kind of veered away from yeah. them because once we hit middle school, it's like everything changed. People mm-hmm. weren't the same. I actually became friends with some people I never thought I'd get close with Mm -hmm. and it was just a big friend change moment for me Mm -hmm. and even at this age too people started to figure out if they're introverts or extroverts like in middle school I became more introverted and then this year I've been way more extroverted I've been talking to way more people at school than I normally would and everything too yeah it also just comes with being comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us can be introverts and extroverts at the core and then it just it comes to what you're gonna let affect you and if you care what people think because I I'm telling you I am an introvert at my core I -hmm. always will be but I'm at the point now where I'm not introverted in everything I do like I can span I can branch out and do things I wouldn't be able to do a few years ago because I realized that I don't care if People think I'm crazy if I decide to not participate in Mm -hmm. a game at school. Because even though I was introverted in the way that I didn't want to do the game, I was extroverted in the fact that I was going to be singled out by the one girl Mm -hmm. that didn't play. Yeah. You know, it's like, if I don't want to play, I'm not going to play. And I went like, I had that same confidence, although it went kind of the other way. I started being like, oh, I used to be scared to not like to play the game so I'm like I'll make a fool of myself and now my confidence has grown and I'm like oh I'll play that game if I make a fool of myself if I fall if I don't do well who cares it's just a game it's just for fun it's only for fun I don't have yeah. to take myself so seriously and either way like we we've changed differently in that way but we've both it's a confidence thing and you see that confidence yeah it's a confidence and values and even the other day whenever my family and I went um to Huber Winery hat where they were playing live music and everyone was sitting out in chairs and listening mm-hmm. to this guy play on the guitar. And all of a sudden, my parents decide, my dad asked my mom to dance. And it was the sweetest thing. However, Aww. they're the only couple. They're just, we're right in front of the stage, too. So oh, everyone's yeah. looking at the guy singer and they're obviously looking at my parents. And they're just swaying side to side. If you've seen Twilight, they're doing an <laughs> Edward Bella dance. Yes. In the middle of everything. And normally, if I f- cared about, oh my gosh, these people are going to think, they're crazy. Like, what, what are they doing? Those people, mm-hmm. it's... You, you could... Be me being the daughter of those parents You could have been embarrassed I been, by that. I could have been embarrassed. But because of my growth in my personality, mm-hmm. I've now realized that, honestly, I don't care what those people think. Because exactly. I know, one, God thinks this is great. Mm-hmm. My parents are clearly happy in their marriage exactly like like that's a good thing and the fact that I know that my parents are doing this for their love for each other like that makes me happy Mm -hmm. and I value I value that too I always think these people will never see me again that That are here watching that too so like I'm the person who would go up there and I would dance and I don't care if I was the only one up there because I would rather have fun than sit there worrying about people judging me yeah and I think that is a confidence change, mm-hmm. too. And I'll be honest, I was told what I'm saying now about this whole friendship friendship change and everything. My cousin told me this, and I was like, you're crazy, no way, these are my friends for life. Yeah, he was right. 
Um, <laughs> as you've kind of heard, the friends did change. And when people change, friendships change. So, all in all, this is, it's hard to say with this, but maybe it is time for this friendship to loosen. Because you can, you can still talk and laugh, but someone who is hurting you should not be your best friend. Let me say that again. Someone who is hurting you should not be your best friend. No matter what the past was like. Because this is not the past. This is the present. Mm-hmm. You know? It doesn't matter if you've been friends for years. If it's hurting you now, if it's not healthy now, maybe that friend isn't there. I've said this before in another episode. Some friends are there for a season for a reason. And if that season's up, it's it's okay. It is yeah. totally okay to have new friends. There's nothing wrong with a friend change. Yeah. Yeah. So we've addressed just ways that we can help ourselves get back mm-hmm. into a better mental state. And by this time, once we've reached the step of making sure that we're in a good headspace, we're yeah. going to talk about how we can help the guy who's having his own problems because we also got to see what we can do yes. and help him because we don't want to just, you know, put him on pause and leave him on pause and let him figure out his own problems because clearly he needs some help and mm-hmm. we're going to try and be the help for him. But this will be a friend from a distance. As Grace said, people change. And I believe it that when the girl said that they were always close, I totally believe that. There's no doubt that they could, mm-hmm. they were close. But from what we can observe, he doesn't seem to be lifting you up. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't try and help him. Because obviously he is just a friend in need. Mm-hmm. But we might not be able to be at... It might not be the same friendship that it once was. Yes. Um, I would encourage the girl who sent in this email to be a source of wisdom and guidance for him because I believe that he's lost and confused and struggling with a lot of things and hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. and yeah that's so true I hear that all the time hurt people hurt people but another way of saying that too is healed people heal people so if like we've said before you have gotten yourself to a good mental state you have work on your relationship with Christ and really strengthen that, you now have the power to really help others. Mm-hmm. Because hurt people hurt people. But I'll say this again. Healed people heal people. Yeah. And of course, we don't think that he's treating you bad, treating this girl badly on purpose. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's just like, I am struggling and I need, I just need to let it all out. And we can just see that there's definitely healing that needs to be needs to take place and yeah yeah. and honestly that's relatable sometimes we do struggle and we need to let it all out yeah you know but there's times when it's just too much on a friend and they need help friends are supposed to be there for you friends are supposed to help friends are supposed to give encouragement and guidance and wisdom and everything but friends are like I said not therapists we're young and we don't have a whole lifetime of wisdom and we're not being paid for this and we've not gone to school for this and it can just be a lot especially when someone's struggling themselves to then take on the burdens or not even the burdens just the hurt of another and it's even harder when you really really care for that person because I know that when one of my friends is struggling it hurts me too because I love them so much that I feel the pain they're feeling 
And since I've come so close to them, I love them so much. I put that pain onto myself plus the pain I already have. And it is too much to bear. And that's sometimes why there has to be a little bit of distancing. You can still be there. Yeah. But. So, yeah, this definitely, I think, mm-hmm. ultimately at the end, um, we advise to have this friend to keep him at a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, if you can see that he needs advice or help in a certain area, I would totally go up and help him because yes. that's what we're supposed to do. Um, as God called us to do is to help is to help others basically like we should help a friend in need if a friend needs help we'll go help them but definitely it just I don't think this friendship will be able to be as it once was because exactly people change yeah and of course this episode has been to help um this girl has reached out and once again we thank you so much for reaching out we've loved to do this episode but this applies to whether it be a guy friend or a regular friend, or a family member, too. Like, this can be for family, if you're struggling with family. I know that it relates to me more with that, actually. So, this is for anyone who is struggling with a difficult relationship, a toxic relationship, who is struggling on themselves and is trying to be there for someone else at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... uh before we wrap this up, I just wanted to address that this episode is based off the, just the information that we got from the email. Mm-hmm. We might not know the whole picture, yeah. but based on everything we got from the email, this is how we would approach um, the issue exactly. and what's going on. Yes. So, Grace. Is it time for another yeah, dad joke, Katie? Yeah, got another dad joke. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> okay, okay, I got it. Okay, here's one. Um, why do some couples go to the gym? I don't know why. Because they want their relationship to work out. <laughs> <laughs> what do sprinters eat before a race? I don't know what. Nothing. They fast. They fast. Fasting. Splinters? Sprinters. Sprinters. A oh, runner. I thought you said splinters. Oh I'm like, why do gosh. splinters fast? <laughs> Which bathroom appliance would be the worst to life preserver? I don't know what. The sink. Because you drown in it. What? Oh, the sink. <laughs> the sink. You get it. I get it now. Oh my gosh, that was so awkward. Because <laughs> it took you forever got, to get it. I'm a blonde, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that yes. was funny. Okay, so don't forget we have our email, sisterlyadvice2020 at gmail.com, where we would love you guys to send in any funny stories you may have, topics, suggestions for future episodes, or maybe you have a problem you like advice on. We'd love to help you with that. Yes, and we also have an Instagram account. That is at sisterlyadvice underscore podcast. Once again, that is at sisterlyadvice underscore podcast. Follow us there for more updates, reminders, and just additional Christian content, too. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.